this is Samantha with Redefining Caregiving. If you can hear me, and I sound like I'm in a cave or like an echo, echo sound, it's because I'm in my, my room in our new home in Wyoming, and um, it's a 100-year-old house, so we had to tear up all the carpet, and <clears throat> so you, what you're hearing is the walls and the, <laughs> the floor with no carpet. I'm assuming that's why it sounds like this, but I didn't want to go outside because all you're going to hear if I go outside is a little cat meowing nonstop. Maybe a horse, maybe um, a school bus kind of going by. You might hear a little bit of that stuff and it's just a little bit too loud with the meow, meow, meow. And the reason why we have the meow, meow now is because we found a kitten behind our barn last night and he was he was just sitting inside some fencing and he looked like he was stuck and my daughter said mom there's a cat stuck inside the wire and she runs out there and she and looks like the cat just walks out like he's not stuck at all he actually was trying to protect himself pretty smart kitty he looks like he's maybe uh, I don't know four months old beautiful little cat very vocal and so I knew right away because he looked a little skinny that he was, she was hungry. So I brought her some food and she was just so friendly. I mean, even when I touched the food, she didn't do anything. Got, she didn't get aggressive. She never hissed. She's just jumping up at us for affection. And come to find out this little kitten has been truly loved by somebody because she is so affectionate. And she's just meowing nonstop. She ran over to the barn to show us where she was at. We thought maybe there's some other cats under there, but there wasn't. It was like she was trying to tell us what happened. And she's like, meow, meow, meow. And I mean, practically screaming at us. And we're like, we're giving you food. We're giving you water. We went and got a crate and put some hay in it and put it outside so she could go inside. Because we didn't want to bring her inside in case she has fleas for our animals and mites. So I thought, well, I'll take her to the vet tomorrow. But I tend to be a magnet for animals to be rescued. I mean, are you like me? Like you see an animal and I'm like, they're just drawn to me. They, I mean, we're out in the middle of nowhere here. And the cat shows up out of the blue behind the barn. I'm like, really? Out of all these, there's like 30 houses all around us. You showed up at my house? <laughs> yes, because you rescue animals. You always have. <laughs> Yes, I do. So we took care of her, but she was so cute. She was going, I had to go inside and make dinner for us. And um, she was like going from window to window where she could see me meowing, screaming at me. And I'm like, I don't even know what to do. I have to make dinner or I'll be meowing too loud because I get hungry and I get cranky when I'm hungry. <laughs> so, hey, kitty, kitty, you can just wait a few minutes, right? And I did. I made her wait out there and it got dark and because we had to get our stuff done and feed the horses and stuff. And so I thought, she's good. She has food in her belly, and she ate that food so fast. So today's podcast is not just about my kitty, the little kitty that I'm calling my kitty. I don't know why I did that. We're trying to find out who's owner, who, who owns this little kitty. So cute, so beautiful. But we don't want a cat inside because we already have a cat, and it's just more work and more expense. So if we end up keeping her, she'll be an outdoor kitty in the barn that's our upper barn where she can stay for the winter and we'll just keep her fed and happy and give her affection up there. So that's the plan, plan B. Plan A is to find whose owner it is and not assume that it's supposed to be us. And that's what the podcast is about today. It's about when you take on too much, like when you do, right? It can be such a slow fade and it also could be as quick as just finding a kitten in your backyard and saying, oh, I'll take care of it. 
And uh, that's how I used to handle things like that. Oh, oh, it's it's the right thing to do. We got to take care of that kitty. If no one else will, I will. And that's what caregivers do, right? We jump right in with both feet and say, okay, I got it. No one else is going to do it. So obviously it needs to be done. And, uh, you know, there's a, there's a way. I've changed that over the years. I don't, I don't necessarily say, yay, yay, okay, let's do it now. It's all mine anymore because... I've learned that I just get too overwhelmed with too much, and then I'm not taking good care of myself. And so um, I'm kind of wondering how many of you are out there who actually do that. Like, are you, I just think everyone does it. Like, you see a cat, you rescue it. But that's just not the case. I mean, you see someone hurting, and do you help them? How many times do you see someone walking across the parking lot who needs the door open, and people actually do it for the disabled person or the elderly person? Um, I don't see it as often as I used to. In fact, when I do it for people now, you really, people are so grateful because it's just not as common as it used to be in the old days. But here in Wyoming, oh boy, what a difference. We went to the post office and everybody was holding the door open for each other. The men were holding it for the men. It didn't matter who it was. Everybody just took their turn as we walked in and out of the post office. And we're just, and this little old man held the door open for me. And I said, I said, um, Hey, I'll hold the door open for you when we get to the next one. And he goes, oh, no, you don't. <laughs> oh, no, you don't. It's like, oh, where that? Probably from, no, I'm the man. I opened the door for you. <laughs> it's just like, no, no, no. But I don't want to change them. I don't want to. This place is the way it is, and it's why we were attracted to it. We are going to be who we are, and I'm not going to be worried about these, um, you know, some of their traditions and things that seem kind of, to me, they're just sort of like, well, yeah, obviously women can open their own doors, but I look at it like this. His heart's in the right place. He's trying to help. So anyway, back to what I was talking about. Are you the kind of person who just takes on too much? And when you see something, you think I need to be the one to do it. So uh, here's what I want you to do. I always, I like telling you guys what to do. No, I like telling you what to do if it's going to help you. And as a caregiver, I've learned some things that really have made a difference. And the number one thing for me is I'm really busy all the time. So my plate is already full. But for some reason, I managed to still keep bringing new projects into my life and doing more and more and more. But now that I'm older, I realize that just takes away from myself. <laughs> Yesterday, I put my makeup on to go into town, went to go pluck my eyebrows, and I saw a forest. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Gosh, how did somebody, nobody noticed those, those eye uh, brows that hairs that were supposed to be somewhere else and not in the middle of my eyelid. <laughs> nobody told me. My daughter goes, mom, I didn't notice. I'm like, well, how could you not notice? And I thought, well, I was looking in a magnifying mirror. So when you get close to look at yourself, you realize, hey, there's some things you need to do here. And so what I want you to do is take a little closer look at your lifestyle today. And as you go into the future, when things come your way and people say, hey, can you do this for me? And can you do that for me? I don't have time. You don't have to save them. Do a little micromanaging and say, no, I am too busy for that because you probably are. And that's my message for you today. I'll keep you posted about the little kitty uh, in the next podcast. Uh, I think she's going to be okay. There's a cat rescue nearby, so we'll probably... And that's another lesson right there. We'll find someone else who has time who really wants to do it. And that's one thing you can do also is make sure that when someone comes to you and says, can you do this? You can say, no, but I know someone who can. Okay. Well, all right. I'm going to let you go now. I could go on for a long time about this topic because I guess 
it hits home with me. I'm a busybody. And I'm sure you probably are too. We're all busy with different things, but I hope that you get busy, including yourself in the care you give every day by setting limits and not taking on everything when it's presented to you. Okay, now I'm going to say visit my website, but I haven't been keeping it up lately, but you can still get to know me better. And there's lots of resources in my resource page, and that's at www.samdam.com. S-A-M-D-A-M-M. Okay, you guys have a great day. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Thank you.